Hi, hello, and welcome to K Out and About, the podcast about my random travel occurrences. This is season one, episode nine, the three out of five, part two. No surprises today. You know what's coming, the second part of the interview with Teresa. Uh, there was, you know, no point in keeping you um, wait much longer. <laughs> Although I might need more time for the following episodes, I've decided to get into the nitty-gritty about uh, the months I lived in the States. And it turned out it's it's a chaos. It's a mixture between fantastic memories and wild rants about things I passionately don't agree with. Um, so it will definitely require a lot more work. But without further ado, this is the story of my friend Teresa, part two, talking about her home country, and it's not the one you think it is. Hello again, Teresa. Oh, hi. <laughs> Long time no speak. I know, it's been a while. Right, yeah, thank you for coming again to our lovely studio. Yes, well, I got my tea and water, so I'm good. Uh, so, uh, this time we're going to talk about... Why Why Denmark? Like, what made you choose that country out of so many others in Europe when you finally decided, okay, I'm getting out of UK? The men. <laughs> the Vikings. The you know, the tall, beard Vikings. <laughs> All the hipsters. They'll come and grab you and throw them over your shoulder. By the way, it doesn't happen. They're fantasies on Vikings and that's it. Reality, very far from it. Uh, but I'm a big girl too, so there might be a reason why. Um, no, on a serious note, um, there was not really a specific reason why Denmark. Um, I w- It was a bit of a, a process of, I want to leave England. Getting outside Europe at that point was not very feasible for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Mainly personal, but there was a lot of things happening at the time. Um... So I looked into Europe and go, okay, where can I go? And that is as different as it possible can be, but then it has, you know, good opportunities and, you know... I'm guessing the fact that a lot of people speak English in the country is exactly, a yeah, factor you know, as well. Central Eastern Europe, not... <laughs> not really English speakers that much. No, and, and as things are changing now and it's becoming more and more and mm. more, but again... It was a bit like, what can I go that is different that attracts me? Yeah. And, you know, it will be a good experience. Um, so I talked to, uh, talked to people, so looking around and the Nordics came along. Um, and then it was like, okay, so now what? Which, which one of them? Mm. Um, and I spoke with, at the time, a couple of colleagues from work. Um, and one was a Norwegian, another one was a Swedish, another one was a Danish. And the three of them were like, both agreed Denmark would be the best because Danish people within the Nordics are the lot, a lot more open, more relaxed than the rest. They are known apparently as the Latins of the Nordics. <laughs> uh, they like to party. Oh, is, yes, they do. <laughs> which is a thing that I don't like at all. Partying is not my thing. Drinking beer, so not at all. No. <laughs> um, so, and then I actually knew Denmark because my parents had some friends here. So, I actually, the first time I went to Copenhagen, I was like two years old. Um, oh, yeah, because you mentioned you were in Tivoli a few times when you were yeah. little. Yeah. I went to Tivoli, I went to Legoland, so... I'm so jealous about Legoland right now. I don't remember much. I was two and a half, so 
And I'll remember because there was a big child. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, my memory will be gone. Um, so you made taste. I was like, okay. Then I'm like, So it wasn't a well thought, I want to go to that country because of A, B, C, and D. Mm. It was, okay, so I want this. And it was like a elimination process in terms of choosing. And yeah. that's what got Denmark. That's the main reason why. All right. And so how... Someone How do you find it? Sweden, I probably gone to Sweden. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we are actually in Sweden, but just like really half an yeah. hour away from from Copenhagen. Um, how do you uh, find it in Denmark? Because I know in the meantime you went back to UK, back to Portugal, but then you were so focused on getting back to Denmark to Copenhagen. Um, so yeah, how do you find it? It's it's home. Okay. Somehow I can't explain it. Um, And I think that in reference to, you know, how I felt when I went to England and the difference, the difference, one of the biggest differences was my friend of mine, where I went to England, I put foot in England saying, I'm not going to stay. And in here, I was like, I don't know. As I said, I chose because three people told me Denmark. If they all had said to me, Sweden, I probably had been Stockholm by now. Mm. Uh, or I don't know, somewhere else. Um So coming here was very much open-minded. I go, I'll go. If I like it, I'll do. If I don't, which made me be a lot more open to everything around me, the culture. And I remember my first year, I said to people, is that anything to do or do it? Because I want to experience <laughs> the culture. Bearing in mind the language is not something that is No, the language working. is... A, oh, For me, I'm not very good at it. Yeah. Everything else I could soak in and enjoy and experience in terms of Danish culture, I'll take it. And I think that was the difference. It made me feel at home. Um, it's a nightmare to find a job mm. as a non-Danish speaker in Copenhagen. Uh, but I'm confident and positive that I'll get a full-time job <laughs> uh, that I love and they love me. Um, but a lot of foreigners can relate to that. And mm. is, I think one of the, I think the biggest challenge moving to Denmark is the language and the work environment. So unless you come with a job already, yeah. like I've done on my first year. Yeah, I was about, yeah, I was about to mention it. It's challenging yeah. to find it. Again, depends on the era because engineers, again. Yes, depends what you do. Because as you said, IT engineers, uh, yeah, that's almost guaranteed anyway. Pharmaceutical stuff and everything. Yes. Uh, But on a general picture, it is a very challenging to find work here um, that brings you into a career development yeah. and all that. Um, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, no, we were just talking, because like, I, oh, I actually why, wanted to ask why, what, yeah. And I, I love that. I love Denmark. I feel at home. Um, and we talk, you know, people said to me, are you going to stay here? And obviously, I don't know what tomorrow holds. But this is where I see myself growing old. Okay. I, I never thought about buying a play, an apartment anywhere. And now my in my head is, I uh, finish my master's, if I get a full-time job, and I'll save money to buy an apartment in Copenhagen. Oh, you're um, growing up. I am growing <laughs> up. But, uh, well, I just said before, at some point it would happen, I guess. Um, so I see, even though I talk about, you know, I would love to go and experience another country, another culture, it's always... For a couple of visits and then back. You, you would come back It's to not about living. I want to go and move. Okay. Is I want to experience. Like any other person that lives in their home yeah. country and decides to go and live Somewhere for a couple else. of years. Yeah. If you know, I, this is not my home country. 
perverse, yeah. but it's how I feel right now. I feel at home. I feel comfortable in a culture, both work-wise and socially. I so, out of curiosity, that means, would you at some point apply for a Danish citizenship as well, Danish passport? I need to speak the language. Oh. Because you know there's... Uh, I mean, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense to me perfectly. Okay. Well, you're on your I way. Think, it might take that, some years. I think after X amount of time, you can apply for re- residency. Okay. Uh, but as an EU member, you... Do I don't need that. Yeah, no. Uh, unless Porsche decides to leave, like, the UK. No. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. No. Uh, but the passport itself... I need to speak the language. Okay. And as it seems right now, I get no benefits for having a Dane. Unless I'm missing something in terms of buying apartments and taxes, yeah. whatever, I, that I don't know. I don't see a difference right now for me to have a benefit to change the passport. The passport. Because yeah. one thing is having like a passport from a country that doesn't belong to you, but when I have two EU yeah. passports, I'm like, I have two EU passports, so what? Well, yeah, but the, there's some countries that would allow more countries from the EU than the others. Uh, I mean, yeah, but... Really, On vacation? No. Exactly. Yeah. Um, doesn't really, doesn't so, really matter. So, no, so case. that... You know, I'm not saying no, I don't know what tomorrow holds, mm. but no, that's not on, on the plans because I'm... Because of Europe. Can you tell me, as an example... Um, give Yeah, give me an example of, like, a couple of the very Danish things that you done, eaten, drank, or experienced, whatever. <sighs> Give me something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently, it's not a thing, it's not very Danish. I just make it sound very Danish, so it's an excuse to have well, a reason to drink beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told the beer at 10 o'clock in the morning in the bodegas are cheaper, and people go and drink. So I went to two, with two of my Danish friends, and three of us went to the bodega crawl at 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, you also started cycling, sort of. Yeah, uh, don't go that far. <laughs> I might got, jump on a you bike. You got on a bike, yeah. I get on a bike if I really have to. I'll moan and complain about yeah, it. Yeah, but would it cross your mind in the UK or Portugal? Oh, definitely. Portugal depends where and what circumstances. Yeah. But definitely not the UK. No. Um, very Danish things. Um, Food, uh, the rye bread, definitely. Okay. Uh, a lot more uh, red meat, a lot more, crazier amounts more. Yeah, red meat is I, <laughs> I never, I had this, my first steak was actually in Denmark. No. Yeah. <gasps> Funny, before I moved here, but it was my first steak. And nowadays, three, four years later, if you ask me what's my favourite dish, nice steak and a glass of red wine. <laughs> so, um... Any other things? Uh, uh, why is all my majority of it is food related? No, but that's fine because um, food is part of the culture. Yeah, it's a lot for me. I tried a lot of food, um, Danish traditional food. Okay. Uh, all over Denmark because uh, I traveled a lot in Denmark with work, and I had a colleague Niels. He was awesome at it because when I traveled with him, he would take me if possible yeah, to nice. traditional. Place, it's not even yeah. about how, obviously, all these nice places, but if there was an option to go to a, a more traditional restaurant, he would take me there, and I've been in very traditional restaurants. With well, didn't we eat, actually, wasn't he serving caviar at his place when we were there? 
Yeah, because I think that was for me the first time I ate caviar. I actually don't remember if we had caviar that probably. There was, there was, because I know I don't like fish, and like I knew there was something fishy. <laughs> I don't remember what we ate, and that was really good. But in terms of restaurants, if there's an option to go traditional, they need traditional Danish. He would definitely take me there, okay. um, and that was really nice. Uh, done, you know. I don't know. I've been in a mini festival in the north of Denmark. Uh, we'd only, I think I was probably the only foreigner there, which was hilarious, because they were all <laughs> famous pop Danish artists. And you didn't know any of them. <laughs> I think I knew like one. And then I'll come back and I'm like, oh my God, I heard that song. Oh, this is really good. Like, I love this group. I'm like, oh, I've seen them live. I was having lunch next to them. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, what else have done very Danish? Like, you put me on the spot now. Sorry. <laughs> no, because actually, I, I realized when you started talking about the things that, Christmas you know... Christmas dinner. Okay, yeah, Christmas dinner. I had a few Christmas dinners. I haven't had an Easter dinner because they're very, they're very big on Easter lunch and okay. Christmas dinner. Big, big about it. The Christmas, you're talking Christmas Eve dinner or Christmas Day dinner? As in the Christmas dinner food. So I I don't know what I think they eat it at like the same more or less the same thing both days, but there's like the meals what they eat at Christmas, um, and I've done that a couple of times. Snaps that goes with it as well. Uh, I had spent a I spent a Christmas here. So and even though I was with Naya, if I'm not mistaken, it was much more even though her background is Iranian. I think the the Christmas was more Danish. I got the yeah. the, the rice um, dessert with the almond that you have to find it. And if whoever okay. finds it gets a present, obviously I cheated, but I got the almond <laughs> and it's the most important thing. And I got a box of chocolates, uh, so I was really happy about it. Um, so it's been quite a few little things here and there. And surrounding myself with Danish people, um, you know, as much as I can. And sometimes, and a lot of times, I'm the only non-Danish speaker. And I'm like, oh, right, speak Danish, I'm good. Well, yeah, because so, you, you're learning Danish, so yeah, it helps yeah, when they speak well, Danish. <laughs> I'm not pretending I'm going to classes, and but nothing stays. I must say, out of the two countries, I'm so happy to be in Sweden because Swedish for me is so much easier. Like, it's the, I think it's the Danish pronunciation. Like that yeah, just kills I don't me. <laughs> don't know. Same. So, talking about uh, we talked about the present. Talk about the future. You mentioned uh, uh, to me, sort of more privately, that you wanted to live in at least five countries in the world. So you've already done three. Where where else would you want to live? I don't know. Um, would would it have to be like totally different culture? Be, I I think that is the point. And the reason I said I only said I wanted to live in five different countries. Countries, you know. It was because of the experience of learning a different culture, different habits, um, you know, if possible, the language as well. Um, and experience that because, you know, it's an experience no one can take away from you. Mm. Um, so I don't have, obviously, Asia and Africa is the two kind of, and I know within Asia and Africa there's, Different cultures and everything. Yes, but, but like to us as Europeans, Europeans like, like a, the same thing that the Europeans. Yeah, like people talk here. about the Europeans, but there are quite a few different countries yeah. here. Yeah, and of course <laughs> with different, different cultures. Um, <laughs> Africa and Asia, Asia yeah. is the two places that I would like to to, to experience. 
Is it going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and if it does, because you did in Africa, you did visit actually yeah, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that could be an option. Yes. So there's there's. Have you, have you been in Asia I, actually? No. Does he count Singapore Airport for like forty five minutes? I really want to say yes, but. <laughs> You put a foot in Asia, but yes. you haven't really no. <laughs> experienced it. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. No. Uh, but I experienced the head because I left Portugal in September, which wasn't like a very warm this uh, September. Then flew to London uh, for like a day or whatever, and then got on a plane. I was going to Australia and stopped at the layover in Singapore. So I came out and I had time to pee and have a smoke. Um, so I went to the smoking areas outside, and you know, but when you just had, I don't know how many hours and on a flight, you're not well. thinking, oh. you counting the moments, because you literally yeah. have like 45 minutes to do everything, and you don't know, you know, it's a big airport, so you're kind of running, trying to figure out everything is, and you open the door, and it just <laughs> hits you, and you kind of go, <laughs> what the fuck am I? And it takes for a few seconds to just really register what's happening. Um, so yeah. So I experienced okay. the humidity like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I you know, and if it happens, will not be within the next six months or so because I still have to finish my masters. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and it doesn't mean that it's gonna happen. I would like to. Yeah. But it's always visit. If you get a chance, back. you you will yeah. have it. Yeah. If I have a chance that it's worth it, in so many different levels, I'll definitely take it. Okay. Okay. So mainly. Uh, I, I do need to ask because obviously you're you're from Portugal um, in originally. No, I, I have uh, whatever you're gonna ask me is no because if he's related with Portugal, it's gonna be a no. No, no, no. I was I, I what I meant to ask was what about uh, Latin America? Would no, you would you not think. choose it? Yeah, would you not choose it because you feel like the culture is too similar, or would you not choose it because why? Yeah, <sighs> doesn't appeal to me. Okay. And my parents lived in Brazil, so I used to travel to Brazil quite often. Um, but. That's not the whole Latin America. I know, but the Latin... And again, I know it's generalizing, I know it's different, blah, blah, blah. But I feel that if I'm going to go through the hassle of packing my stuff and start a new life somewhere, even if it's two years or a year or whatever, I want to go somewhere where I will gain more out of it. Okay. I'll still have an amazing experience in Latin America, I know. But my culture, even though I haven't... Right now, I'm literally almost 50-50 of how many years I lived in Portugal, how many years I lived away from Portugal. There is still a part of me that I'm Latin. Yeah. I still go, I still have contact with the Latin culture quite a lot because of my family and my friends. So, going to Latin America, yes, it's different. But it's the same. It's like you don't feel like you would get as, as much. much as, experience it, yeah. some, as much new experience I would go to Asia. Asia for me is like completely, completely new. new. Africa yeah. is completely new. But even in Africa, I will not choose... Again, it also depends on opportunities and all that. But my first... When I think about Africa, I think, oh, where should I go? Not go, la, la, la. But it always goes, Angola and Mozambique and Cape Verde is a no. Because, again, it's a lot more similar to... There's been too many Portuguese there. <laughs> you know, a lot more similar to the culture in Portugal than, for example, South Africa can be. Or See, I would, go, I would go Cabo Verde over South Africa again. Ghana or, you know, some like 
going to Ghana in the middle of nowhere or Rwanda, even Rwanda with everything. I'm with like, the equality, yeah. Oh, bringing the equality, yes. Um, <laughs> in the, so it was equality in the workplace, wasn't it? Or was I it think, general? I think it's in general. In general, okay. Um, so, for me, doing through go through the whole hassle of moving in this and the other because it's not just about moving is I'm moving and I have a thing that I'll be back to Denmark so you go and then come back yeah I wanted to take as much as I can out of it and yeah. for me being able to experience a culture that probably I will never have contact with because how much of a Asian culture you have contact with when you're in Europe apart from the Chinese restaurants and the all which are in sushi, European Chinese which is exactly yeah. it's like how yeah. much of it you can actually experience whether Latin America because I'm Latin there's more similarities mm. so again I'm not saying no as a flat no but no but it's not <laughs> where I'll look for yeah if that makes sense yeah no, makes sense makes sense cool well uh, thank you so much um, any anything else you wanna you wanna add? You wanna tell us? I mean, we're definitely meeting again. Yes, <laughs> we might talk about some different uh, different topics, maybe more practical things about moving to, for example, Denmark. Like how to get the what is it? The, what's the number? CPR number. CPR number and and stuff like that. So maybe maybe. Uh, we can talk about that. Or the Danish language. <laughs> oh no! No 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 no. Um, but yes, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I look forward to come back. <laughs> me too. Talk about men. <laughs> <laughs> Danish men. Danish men. Yes, clearly I have a thing with Danish men. So yeah. Well, we can make that the topic of a podcast. I, I think we could have few listeners that that would be interested. Yeah. Potentially. I, yeah, we can. But I know what you're going to ask me, and I'll be like, I can't tell. It's just give me a line of a hundred people. <laughs> Only one is Danish. I'll just end up in for the Danish one. <laughs> I don't know why. You have a Danish radar. Completely. Dan radar. <laughs> yes, I have a Dan radar, 100%. <laughs> That's it for today. Next episode will hopefully come soon and will be titled The Kitchen Table. Thanks for listening and until next time.